Welcome to the Why Weight Elevate podcast, where we share key information to help you lose weight the right way and then transition to a lifestyle that helps you keep it off. Our hosts are experts in obesity medicine and have collectively treated thousands of patients for obesity and are here to help you on your own journey. All four of us are busy parents, so we totally understand what it's like to try and live healthy while also trying to stay on top of the busy demands in our life. Thanks for taking time in your busy day to join us. As some of our hosts have medical licenses, we have a legal disclaimer to share with you. Here it is. Please note that our podcast is not intended to, and shouldn't be considered, a substitute for professional medical advice from a doctor or other qualified healthcare professional. You should always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare professional with questions you may have regarding your medical condition. You should not rely on this podcast for medical diagnosis or treatment, and you should never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of our content. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Why Weight Elevate podcast. I'm Quincy, and I'm here with Kelsey and Cheryl. And today's topic is going to be the menstrual cycle and dietary changes. Who would like to go first? Not me. So let's first start with hormones because <laughs> everyone's favorite topic is hormones. Um, this is we're actually really excited for this topic. Yes, because yes, it doesn't get talked about enough. But Agreed. women, I mean, we get to deal with this every month. <laughs> Yeah, it's 50% of our lives, right? So we have two weeks where we feel really good. Our our moods are awesome. We feel in control of what we're eating. And then we have another two weeks where we want to eat everything and kill somebody. Yeah. Every woman in who just heard that is like, preach, girl. Yep. I because that is exactly what happens. So 50% of our lives. So I interrupted you. What were you saying? No. Um, so hormones changes throughout your cycle. Cheryl, why don't you take over? When talking about the menstrual cycle, there are significant changes that happen in the woman's body. Um, you get a surge of these hormones and, and then a slow decrease from there. So estrogen and progesterone are these main hormones that we're talking about. But there's others. Point. There's FSH, there's LH. Mm-hmm. So there's changes. Definitely changes that are happening. That's what leads to the cravings, the hunger, um, the moodiness, the water retention, all of those things. So how do we negate that? Um, so with um, diet changes, um, it's a good place to not start with uh, making changes the week before or the week of. Right. Your... Give yourself a fighting chance. Yes. <laughs> Set yourself up for success. Um Making diet changes and lifestyle changes is hard to begin with, but do it when you're feeling good um, and you don't have your hormones working against you. Because um, I think a lot of people experience more cravings. Um, you may experience being more hungry. And um, I want to push, you know, if you feel hungry, even if it's you feel like it's your hormones telling you you're hungry, eat. Um, but don't just eat whatever you see. Make healthy choices um, that will help you continue to feel good and stay on your lifestyle. Would it be beneficial to track our food? Maybe the first few times you're trying to make a lifestyle change to see what you're eating during your, your period or not? I think that's actually a great Good. advice. Yeah. And I mean, I actually recommend also tracking your hormone cycle and just how you feel so that you can kind of, because I mean, you know, we can go off the 30 days of a cycle, but everyone's cycle is so different. And so kind of using one of those hormone tracker apps or um, if you keep everything on a food log and just also tracking how you're feeling. So that way each month you're becoming more knowledgeable with your body. Um, I think if we track um, our hormones, 
we actually do learn so much about our body. Our women are incredible. What our bodies go through and do is pretty awesome. But if you don't know, and every month it's just like, why do I feel so terrible? It's, again, empower yourself. Be, you know, um, know what's going on with your body. The more knowledge you have about your body, the better you can advocate. Mm-hmm. And so tracking is a good way to do that. I think probably the best way. I'm going to go back to the cravings for just a second. And I, I think... And I'm not kidding when I say you want to eat everything and kill somebody. And that really is directly related to those hormones. I think any woman, if we could mentally will those periods away and just say, nope, I don't want it anymore, every single woman would do it. But you can't because that's not how hormones work. And so you you have to understand your, your hunger and your cravings and your appetite is being driven by these hormones also. So you need to make peace with your body and be okay with the fluctuating changes because it, it's a, the, the vast majority of our life, these hormones are at play. That's a good point. Don't fight it. Just, yeah, accept it. <laughs> Make peace. Yeah. So, Kelsey, earlier you also mentioned that it is not the time to change your diet. Um, like we shouldn't be making significant dietary changes. But are there ways that our diet should adjust during a period? Yes. Um, when you get that surge of the estrogen and progesterone, what tanks are your electrolytes? So make sure you're getting enough sodium, potassium, magnesium, and zinc. Who's craved pickle juice? Right. <laughs> right. I'm, we're both raising our hands. Um, Not me. <laughs> um, but yes, those electrolytes are huge. Um, staying h- properly hydrated. Some people crave protein or even red meat, probably because of the iron um, that we lose during our cycle. So... Okay. Are there any adjustments, any other adjustments that need to be made with uh, a woman's diet? Yeah. Try to stay away from the sugary processed foods as much as you can. You want to feed your body to heal your body. So you want to stay away from the foods that are going to cause an inflammatory reaction um, and and cause that bloating and swelling and mood changes and make that all worse. So you want to stay away from the highly sugar processed foods. Because what could happen... I'm craving, or sorry, my wife is craving. (laughs) I'm really struggling with saying I am. I'm not. Okay, so a woman is craving all this extra food, and so the the go-to is to go after sugar and processed foods, the quick foods. But now, not only are your body dealing with the the changes that are happening because your hormones are changing, now you're having to deal with the inflammation and all the other stuff that's coming in addition to it because you're taking all that extra stuff. And this is 50% of our lives. So... If you're eating well 50% and you're not eating well the other 50, you're not going to see any long-term sustainable results. Okay. So it's not a time to just eat whatever you want because, yeah, we really wouldn't experience any change. Um, Sometimes I think of a period being short, but, yeah, 50% of our life um, adds up quickly. Um, One of the other things I was going to say, like, plus, I mean, if you're eating processed quick sugar foods, it's going to increase your cravings too. So then you're going to just feel out of con- even more out of control than you already feel. Um, but not to say that you can't have some treats. And so um, I, fat bombs are really popular during this time. I really push those because they are a little bit sweeter, but they usually are, have some kind of like stevia or monk fruit. Um, and then it's that higher fat. So it helps you feel full um, and give you that little treat. Um, and then there's also some really good sugar-free chocolates out there. Such as? Um, one of my favorites right now is Choc Zero's Hazelnut Bark. It tastes like Nutella in a chocolate bar. And it's sweetened with monk root, so it doesn't have that stevia bitter taste. It doesn't have any erythritol in it. Um, so I, I really do like that. I also like Lily's, and that one's sweetened with stevia. 
Um, but Lily's has several products now that you can get, um, not online. Chalk cereal you have to buy online. But Lily's, you know, they've got these like little um, chocolate milk chocolate caramel bites that are pretty good. I really like JoJo's. Oh, yes. And that's another Utah local company. Yeah. That's Utah? Salt Lake City. Huh. Didn't know that. And those don't use any uh, sugar alcohol, so they're just dark chocolate. And if you're somebody who craves more salty foods, which I am definitely that kind of person, then you want to really amp up on those electrolytes because what, what you're lacking is a, a combination of sodium, magnesium, and zinc. So some ways to get electrolytes. Um, I mean, the easiest way is Gatorade, Powerade, Zeros. Um, there's tons of electrolyte packets that you can get. Just make sure they don't have a ton of sugar in them also. And then, I mean, broth. If you also, some people lose appetite too um, during their period. So, I mean, bone broth or beef broth or um, pickle juice or all other ways to get electrolytes. One other question is, what say I'm making... Um, I keep doing this. Quincy so just wants to be like us. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> um, a woman is going to be making some lifestyle changes. We talk about diet. We talk about stress. We talk about exercise. Um, are there ways that a woman's menstrual cycle can be changed because of diet or because of exercise or stress reduction? Yes. I see it all the time because you're shifting these hormones and hormones have like a dominoes effect. So you, you're working over here, let's say on the insulin, and it's going to trickle over here to all these other hormones. So as you do that, you could notice some changes in your menstrual cycle. Most of the time, what happens is your, your cycle gets lighter um, and less frequent. But sometimes as we're making these transitions with the, with the diet, you could see a a little bit heavier or have multiple periods. I would give it about three to four months. And if your periods have not regulated out, then I would go see your provider. Okay. Um, and when talking about hormones again, um, insulin and glucose can also change during your menstrual cycle too. And so um, if you were doing a low carb keto diet before um, and you track, or if you're diabetic and you track your um, glucose, it's not uncommon to see fluctuations. And so you've kind of have to prepare and kind of see how your body um, adjusts to those different, the progesterone and estrogen, estrogen changing in your body as well. So lots of things to monitor. <laughs> But it, knowledge, knowledge is power. And I think the more we open up this discussion and we talk about menstrual cycles, the, the, the same way we do diabetes or any other uh, condition, the more normalized, but it uh, empowers women. So speak openly with your daughters and your sisters and your neighbors. Absolutely. And honestly, if you have additional things, you have questions or discussions you want to have about this, please um, go to our Facebook group. That's a great place to have a discussion about this. Sometimes it's hard to have a discussion about your period <laughs> on, a public, on the Facebook, but it's a safe place. And if there's additional questions that we maybe didn't, we brought up or you thought of something as we were, as we were talking, please reach out. Yes, please. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for joining us on the Why Weight Elevate podcast. We want to hear what you think about this episode and encourage you to continue the discussion in our Facebook group. The name of the group is Community of People Elevating Their Mind and Body to Lose Weight. Or you can search for our Facebook page, Why Weight Elevate, and our group is linked on that page. Also, if you found this episode to be helpful, can you share it with your friends that you think would appreciate listening to it? And if you found our podcast to be helpful, we would love it if you could leave us a review. It really helps others hear about this podcast, and we really want to help as many people as we can. Thank you.